Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. I have a serious question for you. I didn't know there was such a thing until just now when I was getting ready for my radio program. As you know, I record my program every day, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week. Central Standard Time, so you can remember that easy. In, uh the getting ready for it before we actually get into the radio part of the broadcast. You can watch me online, Facebook, Gitter, you know, Gab, uh, Rumble, MeWe, Telegram, all these places. Somebody talked about food, right? And I'm telling you, after everybody started talking about food, and they mentioned my favorite, which is fried okra. I dig fried okra. I'm telling you, fried okra made with lemon pepper. It's a southern thing, but if you've never had it, I suggest you try it. But I learned a new term. I'm actually looking for it on my screen as we talk. Somebody said something about hummingbird cake, and I go, what is that, little bitty cake? But Richard had it right. You missed it. We just had online a food orgy. Oh my goodness. All of this stuff rolling in, everybody talking about their favorite food, everybody letting us know what they're cooking. I'm telling you, this was a food orgy. So if you're interested in orgies of the food kind, you might need to drop behind the scenes here when we do the program. 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week, Central Standard Time. And, you know, it's because we're not fans and followers here. We're friends and family. Ooh, Fred says fried okra with fried fish and grits. I've never tried okra and grits, but I'm telling you, I dig me some grits. And again, if you're from the North and you've never had grits, right, I'm telling you, there's nothing better than a really good old-fashioned bowl of grits with really good butter. And if you want to do it right, you put in uh, French butter. And and I like it with two hard-fried eggs put on top, chopped up in with it. So it's butter, eggs, and grits. It's the bomb, I'm telling you. It's the bomb. But I see all kinds of people saying they love fish and cheese grits. Okay, uh, we're going to gain weight here just talking about this, so we're, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about what is a conservative anyway? Have you ever taken a very simple litmus test of whether you're a conservative or not? I know most of us here identify as conservatives. And I actually think many people that are Democrats actually identify as conservatives, but can't say it. And for some reason, like my family, my family were depression era Democrats. You got to remember my dad's one of a whole basketball team, you know, 12, 13, 14 kids. And FDR brought them out of the Great Depression, so everybody voted for the rest of their lives to be Democrats, like they owed it to FDR even after he was gone, right? So I think a lot of people do truly identify. When when it really comes down to it, 
as conservatives. Now, what's really interesting is you have to understand the true opposing principles of what it means to be a conservative, right? It's it's an adjective, primarily. There is really no model for being a conservative. There is a model for being a Democrat, and you'll see as we go through it. But conservatism is a negation of ideology, right? It's really interesting, because conservatism is truly a state of mind, a type of character, not ideologies, right? Not where they just adopt, you're racist, or save the planet, we're going to die. It is a state of mind. It is a, an attitude, right? It's an attitude versus a system that is about ideological dogma, right? It's almost true that a conservative may be defined as a person who thinks himself to be a a conservative. See, the conservative movement can actually have a complete diversity of views on many subjects, but there kind of is no test. Uh, There is kind of no creed. A conservative is simply someone who finds, and pay attention to this, permanent things more pleasing than chaos. Think about that for a moment. You value permanent things, things that are very well structured, things that are very well moraled and solid and dependable versus things that are chaos bound, right? Chaos bound. And so I want to explore what does this mean to be a conservative? And at its heart, a conservative, and, and, and none of these are 100% correct. I'm going to go through the 10 conservative principles if you just kind of wanted to go through them. But see if these resonate with how you rule your life and how you think about things going on and how we like to have dependable structure versus absolute chaos. And that's because, first and foremost, a conservative believes that there exists an enduring moral order. Moral order. That order is made for man and man is made for it. And that human nature is a constant and that moral truths, moral truths are permanent. Right? That morals do not change. Right? That morals aren't subjective for the moment and time. That morals are, in fact, absolute truths, and those absolute truths are permanent. And with that order, the word order actually signifies harmony. There's inner order of the soul. And there's outer order of the commonwealth. It's getting your house in order inside, spiritually and otherwise. And it's having your communities, your towns, your homes, your schools have simple order. Order of the commonwealth. 25 centuries ago, Plato taught this doctrine. This was what was taught then. And even people are still struggling with it today. What does it truly mean to be conservative and to actually like and appreciate moral order? More on this. I'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're back. And today's topic is, you know, what really is a conservative? Have you ever thought about it? What is a conservative? Uh, how would you define yourself being a conservative? What makes up your tenets of being a conservative? I no longer, for me, and this is only for me, I no longer connect the word conservative to the word Republican. It's just like there's faith, which is your direct relationship with God, and then there is religion, which is man-made. That's only my opinion, right? But there is faith where you have a direct connection to our creator, where we're made in his image, and then you have religion, which is primarily man-made. And so I can accept being a conservative, but it has nothing to do with now having to be a Republican. And to me, and this is just me, I no longer appreciate, like, or even want to be associated with the word Republican. I find it distasteful. I find it weak and repulsive. And in many ways, insincere. So let's kind of go back to this, what is it to be a conservative? And I was talking about 20, 25 centuries ago, 
Plato, uh, taught this doctrine. And some people had a problem with it. The problem with order has been the principal concern of conservatives ever since conservatives became a topic of politics. And what we've experienced during this 20th, 21st century has basically been horrendous consequences of the collapse of the belief in moral order. It's moral relativity versus moral absolutes. Those atrocities are the same disasters of Greece in the 5th century before Christ that have brought ruins to our nations continually throughout time. It is the pit by which societies continue to fall when they think they're actually being clever uh, in their self-interest or their ingenious social corolles. And... In these controls, the new things they put in, they lose their way for moral order. Liberal intellectuals say that conservative believes in all social questions at heart to be questions of private morality. And that's actually true, to actually have morality. It's when you properly understand it that your filter is very simply is this the right thing to do? Not about does it feel good? Is it in the moment? Is it cool? Is it hip? It, will it make people follow me? It is about the enduring moral order of having a sense of right and wrong. And what goes on is we don't like to see morality adrift. It's very simple. Uh, we don't like to see, um, everything just based on gratification and that gratification and that instant gratification can actually be bad for society, right? Very simple concept. Next, the conservative chiefly adheres to custom convention and continuity. See, it is customs and conventions and continuities that allow people to live together peacefully. Those that come in to destroy customs demolish that, period. They demolish it. And it is when those rights and duties and customs that are the base of our laws or our conventions are upset that everything goes to hell in a handbasket. That's why I say culture, race, and American politics. When we mix them together, we destroy it. It is customs and continuity and convention, conventional, where it comes from, that is what links us from one generation to the next. And customs and conventions and continuity matters not only for the individual, but it matters for the society. And without that, life is meaningless. Look at a common thread in liberals who hate that, hate convention, hate customs, hate continuity and chaos. They live in a life that is continually in this chaos, that is devoid of meaninglessness, and they're always searching for meaning and trying to place it on other people. This is where we become loss. Now, yes, over time, conventions will change, customs can change, but that's a very, very slow process. A very slow process. And we naturally uh, kind of evolve in that way. And so conservatives are champions of custom, convention, continuity, (laughs) because they prefer the devil they know than the devil they don't know. You've heard me say this before. I've reinforced this by saying I can actually understand liberals. 
because I know they just want to destroy our society. They want to push their thoughts, feelings, and emotions over onto us. And I actually admire how liberals can stick together. But take a conservative, a rhino that's a rat bastard that you actually think is with you, and they end up being the devil you didn't know. That is why a conservative prefers head-on the devil they know versus the devil they do not know. We believe in order, justice, and freedom. It's a basic, basic tenet of how we operate. We... uh, literally want that bond, that life bond, that blood to remain constant and consistent and not be interrupted. There will always be change. There will always be change when people evolve. But what never changes is what is fixed and moral. And when you look at the changes our societies try to make, that are not moral, we continue to fall apart. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. As I go through these, my only hope for anybody following the program is to reflect on what makes you you reflect what makes us great reflect on what we're potentially losing in this shift that they're trying to force on our country there is a tenant of being a conservative that is called the principle of prescription and it basically states that us in this time and age are dwarfs compared to the giants of old, our ancestors way back, that created this structure that preceded us in time. Kind of like our Constitution. Kind of like fighting for our freedom and liberty. And of course, we did that. And it was those giants that came up with the Constitution and why it stands today, and why we have our incredible republic that has outlived all other republics and continues to do it. And therefore, one of the things that we emphasize is this thing called a principle of prescription. With those come rights over antiquity, and I mean it this way, and that means we value that we actually have property rights that we have moral rights, and that when you think about morality, it is very unlikely when it comes to simple moral tenets that we're going to innovate anything new because morality is constant. Where the liberal thinks morality is subjective, and that is why a dude with a penis can now profess his penis is a vagina and he is a she. It is because their moralities and their fixed things evolve to a new moral, and that is why they want to morally force on us that we must absolutely recognize that dude with a dong as a woman just because that dude with a dong wants to play like he's a woman, right? Now, we all know that the individuals are primarily foolish. Our species is wise, right? But we have gathered over time what's called prescriptive wisdom. What is prescriptive wisdom? A good example of prescriptive wisdom is called your Bible. That over time of doing this, over and over, regardless of our precepts, regardless of prejudice, regardless of who was ruling in a political stance, what is fixed is that prescription of wisdom 
that always conquers man's petty, private, rational rationalities or irrationalities, that it's fixed. And that is what's called the principle of prescription. Do you understand the consistency? Do you understand to go rogue, to try to create... A, a, you, look, children's are sexual beings too. And at three-year-old, you shouldn't, you shouldn't express them from being the enlightened sexual being there are. Do you understand when you waver that morality, society breaks down? Fourth, conservatives are guided by the principle of prudence. Right? Prudence. It says any public measure ought to be judged by its probable long-term consequences, not merely by temporarily temporary advantage or popularity. Does it sound familiar as we dissect our young girls and cut off their breast? And pump them with drugs, changing them into something they're not. We believe as conservative that the public measure ought to be judged by the long-term consequences, not temporary advantage or popularity. That's it. That's a very, very simple one that defines people as a, cur- a conservative. Another tenet is conservatives pay attention to the principle of variety. Right? You feel affection for proliferating uh, long-established social institutions, uh, modes of life. Uh, You literally want to be distinguished over and above all those things that were deadening in the past the radical systems that set us back. We want to walk away from those. We pay attention to them. What, what does that really mean? Oh, that's right. History repeats itself and you must learn from it. What do liberals, liberals do? I almost said libtard, libtards, and I should. What do liberals do? They ignore that. They ignore that we have been here. Period. And because they ignore it, they don't learn from history. See, society requires honest and able leadership. And if you destroy the tenets of these things, then a tyrant or oligarchs or whatever come in and they actually, ready for this? Now, see if this rings a bell with you. They create new forms of inequality. We are, we want to always get better as a conservative, which means we're chastened by our principle to uh, what's called imperfectibility. Human nature suffers no remedies from certain grave faults. That's what the words say. It's the conservatives know man being imperfect. There is no perfect social order that can ever be created. Humans are restless. Mankind would grow rebellious under any utopian vision or clause if it could be placed over. Uh, And if everything was perfect, (laughs) right, totally perfect, society literally would expire of boredom. Therefore, to seek utopia is to end in disaster. It's why a conservative wants to pay attention to prudent form. Values, tenets, prudent form, order. And what happens when you don't do that? If the old institutional mortar safe, uh, moral safeguards are neglected, anarchy breaks loose. The old saying was, when anarchy breaks loose, see if this resonates with you, what's going on now, the ceremony of innocence is drowned. Do you think we're drowning our innocence and in our children? Do you think we're putting them on a tortuous path to hell? You better believe it. A conservative also believes that freedom and property 
are basically tied together. They're closely linked. See, if you separate property from private possession, then the Cretans that move in become the masters at all. How's this go in modern day? You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. If you look at all great civilizations, prosperous civilizations, it was always built on the foundation of private property. Widespread possessions of private property are more stable and productive than where everything's owned by the government. Which basically means economic leveling, that people are going to come in, we're going to make it good for everybody, we're going to make it level, everybody's going to be the same thing. That's not economic process. And it's not economic progress. You have to have that push, that desire to own, to build, to have private property versus communal property, to have a sense of being that you are both achieving, right? That you are achieving, that you are moving forward, and that you have purpose. This is why people are willing to dive off into the grind because they can achieve personal property. When you take away personal property, which is taking away freedom, why they're interconnected, people stop the grind. And when you stop the grind, what happens? Society stops progressing. Everybody sits on their butt. Nothing's innovated. And it's over. Look at what happened to communist countries. No hope. Nothing to live for. There's a certain sense of pride, even if it's small private property, just the ability to bequeath that to your heirs, which you can't do in these other societies because you own nothing. Yes, with it can come difficulties continuing to pay for it or even build it, but it's that sense of grounding. It's that sense of grounding. Conservatives uphold... Now, this is key again. <laughs> Ready? Voluntary community over involuntary collectivism. Do you understand the difference? Voluntary community is exactly why we gather here every 12 hours. Literally. Ever thought about that? We join each other in this program every 12 hours. And it's community. What does the left want to impose on us? Involuntary collectivism. We're all the same. We must say the same. We must be the same. And we're just there. And that is why as a conservative American, we are attached to our privacy and our private rights. We need that to be just even spiritually successful in our community. Because we want to gather and be there voluntarily. Private association, not forced association. Private association means we have a choice. And what you can't do is you can't force that on everyone. Because when you force it on everyone in this involuntary collective, otherwise known as communism, by the way, it has always and always will be disastrous. And by the way, when we're doing it voluntarily and we feel a moral, ethic, ethical ability to do it, we actually teach us prudence, efficiency, and charity. It comes naturally with it. This is what the left wants to destroy in us. I'll give you the final ones when I come back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag 
Jovan Hutton, Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives is four dollars and 16 cents even worth being able to prove to your family friends and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and 16 cents worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, folks, we're back to the program. We're talking about what is a conservative anyway? What are the 10 principles of a conservative? What makes somebody a conservative? What makes a liberal look at a conservative and immediately have hate. Have you ever thought about that? Why does a conservative look at a liberal and just basically think you're lost, but let's talk. Let's try to figure it out. Why does a liberal look at a conservative and say, uh... You know, I want to kill you. You're horrible. I hate you. I mean, why does that happen? Why does that happen? I, I don't understand that. I would love to understand it. I'd even give my pink pussy hat wearing liberal bros a hug and say, we could sit down and have a beer. Right? But if we can talk about things, we can figure this out. Because you know why? We occupy the same planet. We have to figure it out. 
I'm beginning to think there aren't any liberals out there, although they profess to be open-minded, that are really open-minded. So, two of the final tenets that I'm going to cover you with. The ninth one is the conservative, so ironic, believes that there is a need for prudent restraints on power and prudent restraint on human passion and feelings. Imagine that. <laughs> you know, politically speaking, power is the ability to do as one likes, regardless of the will of one's fellows. Sound familiar? That's power. When you want to force your life, you think the way I think, or you must die and you're horrible. Does that sound familiar? See, a state in which an individual small peep of gr- people which is what's going on, that are able to dominate the will of their fellows without check is a despotism, is, is really what it is. It's a, it's, it's a monarchical, aristocratic, or, ready for this, democratic. All of them fall into that category. They literally, the definition of that is monarchical, aristocratic, or democratic. And that's exactly what it means. See, when every person claims that they have the power unto themselves, you capitulate to my way or you are bad. See, society falls into anarchy. There are no structure. And when anarchy lasts and comes into being, it becomes intolerable for everyone. That's it. And these tyrannies, this oligarchy, this controlling of everyone, monopolizes the power of a very few. And that's why conservatives endeavor to limit power, to balance political power so that anarchy and tyranny do not, well, do not take over. I do not understand how liberals can't understand that. They see themselves as revolutionaries, and they're being oppressed, and they're taking over an old regime, and then basically as they are doing this, what they're really doing is becoming tyrants. See, human nature is a mixture of good and evil. But that's why a conservative does not put their confidence or trust in just mere benevolence of mankind. And that's why we need constitutional restrictions, political checks and balances. We have to enforce the laws, and we should not allow unnecessary restraints upon mankind. These are the tenets that a conservative approves as instruments of freedom and order. A government that maintains a healthy tension between the claims of authority and the claims of liberty is a society that works. And last but not least, the conservative understands that permanence and change must be reconciled, and it must be reconciled into a vigorous society. There is no such thing as mystical process. Society learns from its past by understanding our enduring interests and our convictions that gave us stability and continuity. But if we don't understand those, we can't have permanence. We have deep fractures in ourselves. That's what we can't have. And so to have permanence and peace, uh, which is ironically what liberals say they are, they just want peace. By ignoring history and ignoring how things work in inner work and that you need both lines of thoughts to work out, and if you get only one, it fails. There is not a division between liberals on one side and totalitarian on the others. There are just people that basically like order, And there are people that just only want their needs met and just want it done as a collective 
because they are unable to do it on their own. And at the bottom line is, if we don't have constants, if we don't have morals, if we don't have the, even the ability to talk, we cannot accomplish anything. It's that simple. It's that simple. And to ignore that being conservative to having fixed moral standards have guided mankind for thousands of years and is why we have survived. And to think, no, it's the new thing. Uh, no, your penis is a vagina. Your vagina is a penis. Your boy is a girl. Uh, vaccine, vaccine. Do all this stuff. Do control. You can't say that. You're out of here. You're dead. Do you get it? You're falling into the traps and you claim that you're elite and intellectuals. When in reality... Man, you're just dumber than a stump and don't learn from history. And that's why we have to tell this system trying to take over, well, to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the Crap. crap. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.